0: Madison, Wisconsin, 1977. One woman had her way with men and a plan, but will the plan work? This is the story of Barbara Hoffman. Good evening, everybody, or afternoon. It is still sunny out here in Illinois. Um, This is Kelly. Welcome to Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat. I hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. It is finally Friday, February 17th, and we have a three-day weekend. As um, three-day weekend, which is Monday the 20th, is President's Day so it is a holiday so there will be no mail um i am here to do another true crime case this one i've not heard before it is one that surprises me um which i will get into i'm drinking java mama cream brulee coffee oh my gosh it is dessert in a cup if you've never had cream brulee it is so good we had it one time on, it It was on Valentine's Day, it was quite a few years ago at a seafood place, and we tried it for something new to try, and it was, and it, it was so yummy, we shared one. Oh my gosh, it is just awesome, <laughs> it is awesome, um, but that is the coffee for today, so I will be, it's got to cool off a little bit though, so I'll be drinking a little bit as I'm talking. Um, this case, oh, Again, Java Mama, I will have the link in the show notes. Java Mama is air roasted, so it's never bitter. We have so many good flavors. Oh my gosh. Mardi Gras, still flavors are still going. And um, if you do go to the site and you go to our categories, click on underground, underground category. There's other coffees in there that are not listed. Um, You know, like um, Coping the F out of this life. I got that on there. Uh, There's one called OK Boomer. And it is uh, grandma Grandma's Old Candy Dish, is what it is. I got it, but I haven't tried it yet. But there's all different kinds. There's one um, centered around the Nakatomi Plaza. I forget from Die Hard. I forget what the name of it is, though. There's all different kinds of names on there. Um, STFU, I think, is on there. <laughs> but uh, click on Underground Category if you go to the Java Mama link. Okay, this case is... This case takes us to Madison, Wisconsin. That's what I should have said. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, as you all know, I center around the Midwest. My sources are cracked.com and law.justia.com, which is State versus Hoffman. Okay, Barbara Hoffman. She was 25 years old, very young, and what a promising future she had she was a graduate at the uh, university of wisconsin at madison um she was a biochemistry major with a 3.9 grade point average and a national honor society scholar spoke three languages now somebody this smart you would think oh my gosh wonderful future ahead of them i wish i would have had all of this i don't would have biochemistry there's no way i could do that uh But she worked at a place called Jan's Health Studio, which is a very good name for what this place was. And there was many of these types of places in the area at the time. Um, We're talking about the uh, 70s, 1977. So um, there were quite a few of these and usually their titles gave them away, but this one didn't because it was called Jan's Health Studio. It is a massage parlor and she worked there as a massage therapist but this was no normal massage they did other types of massage um which included men's genitalia so the men frequented this place many many times i guess we could say it's a happy ending place (laughs) is that what they say happy ending so um, That's where she worked. And um, she had a regular customer. He was a shipping clerk. His name was Gerald Davies. He was 31 and uh, he was a regular and he really took a liking to Barbara. And actually they ended up hooking up. He ended up falling in love with her and they ended up hooking up. Now, when I say hooking up, I mean, they were together for a while. Um, you know, I know hooking up now is... <laughs> a little bit of a different meaning, but no, they um they actually fell in love and were together for quite a few months. And this was in 77. So, um, and I think it was early in 77, like around, like, I don't even know. I, it didn't say how long they were together. I'm thinking maybe a year or close to it. Oh, so, sorry, I had to take a drink. Okay. Barbara ended up quitting Jan's. And went and worked for an insurance company. Now, she was still seeing Gerald, of course. They were still together. Um, Basically, he was called her former John, is what he was called. On December 23rd, 1977, they had been together quite a while uh, by now. Uh, Barbara Barbara told him a story. She told Gerald the day before, which would have been the 22nd of December, uh, she came home to find a body in her bathroom. She did not know who this person was. It was a, it was a ma- male corpse. She did not know who it was. So um, she was thinking some organized criminals from Jans were mad because she quit. And they were cu- trying to get back to her in retaliation. Because there were a lot of organized criminals that went to that massage place for, you know, hmm, some fun. So, and she... Knew some of them, and when she quit, you know, it's like, uh oh, she knows about us. We got to get rid of her. You know, she's, you know, you don't know who she's going to be telling about us. So, um, they she was thinking that she told Gerald that she thought they planted the dead guy to frame her in her house. Well, so she dragged the body outside and buried it in a snowbank. Was not a very, it was not actually a burial. She kind of hid it. Under some snow and a snowbank. So she had Gerald help her to retrieve the, the dead body. So he reluctantly did. He said, okay, you know, he didn't want to get in trouble. So he took the body, he helped her load the body up into his car. And they came up with the best idea finding a different snowbank, a bigger one. They went to Black Hawk Ski, Ski Club and at the entrance, it's about 20 minutes away. So on about the entrance, they, that's where they buried him at the entrance. And um they separated shortly after keeping this whole thing a secret and they each went separate spending Christmas with their own families. Um she her family was in Illinois. I didn't I don't know exactly where. I'm wondering if it's Chicago, but her family was in Illinois cuz Madison's like right not far o- over the border, the state line, I should say not border, but over the state line from Illinois. Um So, they went and spent Christmas with their families. Well, Gerald kept the secret well until 30 hours later. So, 30 hours later, Christmas Day, he goes to the police. Now, he took the police there to Blackhawk and they dug and found the corpse. He only had his underwear on and he had been tied up with a rope. So, he was still tied up. Um, They took him through... They looked through Barbara's apartment after hearing Gerald's story, but they were still skeptical that he was making this up. So they went to Barbara's apartment after getting a warrant. They did see signs of bleach, but no trace of a corpse being there. People use bleach for different things, you know. So that was not evidence that she was guilty. So they went, of course, they suspected him. But when he showed them where the snowbank was, where they had the body uh, outside her house, they found hair and blood. So they knew he was telling the truth. Um, the the guy was 52 years old. His name was Harry Berg. I don't know if it's pronounced Berg or Birch because it's B-E-R-G-E. I'm going to pronounce it Berg. Uh, he worked at a tire company in Stoughton and he, I'm guessing that's Wisconsin, and he lived with his mother until her death a few years earlier. So he was 52 and lived with his mom. Um, they esti- they had the autopsy and said that he died of trauma to the head. He also had a $30,000 life insurance policy with a beneficiary named Linda Miller. That's M-I-L-L-A-R. Okay, they told Gerald Davies about this, and he told them, Linda is Barbara Hoffman it's the same person so Linda was trying to he explained she her name is Linda Miller because she tried to hide her massage life massage therapist life by changing her name you know because she thought it would affect her future so um that's why she had a different name so they went to her questioned her she lied about knowing Harry Berg and she had a motive for killing him though, okay? So she lied about knowing him, but she had this motive, insurance policy. She worked for an insurance company. I'm not sure if it was the same insurance company, but um, so here you go, a slam dunk case, you know? You'd think it would be a slam dunk, dunk case, but nope, not exactly. Gerald Davies tells them he made it up about Barbara killing Harry, He said this in a letter. It was a written letter. He didn't actually say it. So it was a written letter that he sent to the police. And he also sent one to um, the uh, news um, newspaper. And then there was a third one. I think he wrote three letters. Handwriting experts authenticated the letters. And when they went to ask Gerald about this, he was dead. Just before Easter 1978 from an apparent overdose. He was in a bathtub. Um, a, then they expected, or they suspected a love triangle between Barbara Hoffman, Harry, and Gerald. Um, that maybe there was a love triangle. She, he, uh, Gerald found out that her and Harry were together. Maybe he went to her house and they were in bed together. And then he killed him, blamed her. And all these scenarios were going through their minds. Well, autopsy on Gerald Davies was cyanide poisoning. So cyanide poisoning. So they redid, they went back to, um, Harry Berg's, Berg's, um, body and did another autopsy, found the same thing. It was not head trauma. It was cyanide poisoning. So I don't know if he like had the head trauma around the time that he fell from getting the cyanide, you know, from being poisoned. Um, but, um, William Garrett, now this name came up, he testified that Barbara told him, I don't know who this William Garrett is, but he testified that Barbara told him she was going to marry a guy and take him to Mexico, kill him with botulism, and collect $750,000 in proceeds. Okay, now if anybody out there has seen the movie Body Heat with Kathleen Turner and William Hurt, that movie came to my mind now that was also in the 70s but i can't remember exactly they did not this is a movie i'm surprised they have not remade because they remake everything this reminded me a lot of that not exactly the poisoning but what this woman's plans was for going out of the country with all this money and killing somebody for the money because um, there's more here that reminded me of that movie um they found out that barbara applied for a marriage license and made an appointment to be married to gerald davies they made this appointment to be married in april of 1977 now that's when they applied for the marriage license so they had already done this back in april so they were together way before this guy's murder um now that's another thing she had planned to marry the guy and take off with his money kill him take off with his money that just reminds me so much of of the movie body heat very good movie if anybody has not seen that one Um, evidence was found that chemical supplies were mailed at different times from a pharmaceutical firm to to Gerald Davies to Gerald Davies and Barb's addresses both addresses so there was chemical supplies and these chemical supplies were used to grow the organism that cause causes botulism and other bacteria wow I had no idea that even existed I didn't know you could actually get chemical supplies and that that would help grow the organism well she's a biochemist major so there you go there you go um potassium cyanide was also present and delivered to gerald's place in may of 1977 so it sounds to me like this had been planned for a while um she was found guilty of harry berg's murder but not guilty of Jeremy Davies or Jeremy Davies he's an actor what am I saying (laughs) Gerald Davies close name (laughs) okay she poisoned Harry Berg's coffee when they were at her place and he thought he was spooning out sugar and it was a cyanide poisoning because he always went over there and brewed up a cup of instant coffee when he went to her place so it sounds to me like those two were seeing each other. All this comes out in court that she was having all this. And like I said, I don't know who that other guy was. And I was going to look him up. That William Garrett. G-A-R-R-O-T-T. So it had to have been another guy from the massage parlor. I'm thinking, I don't know for sure. Like I said, I was going to look him up. It, just, it slipped my mind after reading about this whole case. So she is still in prison today. She's still in prison. Uh, life sentence. And that's the story of barbara hoffman isn't that amazing basically dubbed the black widow repeated black widow um she never married these guys but she was planning marriage life insurance policy now when you got this biochemist major and works for an insurance company she met these guys it's almost like she planned this whole thing out she met him at this massage parlor and um went to work for an insurance company it sounded like her she did plan her future out but the thing is she could have had a real promising future and threw it all away you know she had a spoke three languages i mean she had a pretty good future but it almost sounds like this was her plan you know the whole time like it was all laid out what she was going to do which man you have to have a really horrible heart and mind to plan something like this and this is a lot of work i mean you're gonna go out or marry or live with these guys for for all this time and and then plan their murder it just oh my gosh um so that is a story i will have pictures up on my instagram at kelly's coffee crime chat facebook kelly's coffee and crime chat it is a private group so you just have to um uh, request to be entered and then I will let you in but um my twitter is kelly's ccc pod uh email kelly's coffee crime at gmail.com that's the one I always have a hard time remembering because I got to remember all these other ones kelly's coffee crime kelly's coffee yeah so that (laughs) that is all for today um oh we watched the um seventh episode of poker face last night going pretty good still good i really like it i like every episode it's on peacock and it's a new episode every thursday but now there's seven episodes on there so that is my binge recommended for the seven episodes there will be more just they show one every thursday um i have not seen anything else lately i have not watched anything usually i give um I did find a new podcast I really like. It's called Ghastly, Lee. Ghastly, Lee, but it's Gast. G-H-A-S-T. Lee is the host name, L-E-I-G-H. That's how it's spelled. So it's Gassed Lee. Very good. Fairly new, very good reporting. I really like uh, her voice. And it's her husband, I think, that's with her I'm not sure if it's husband or boyfriend, but they're a couple and they are both doing the podcast and I really like their voices. So check them out if you're looking for something new. I'm still listening to Brutal Bazaar and Boozy, which I really love. And of course, True Crime B&B and um, Book of the Dead. Uh, many, many other ones I'm listening to. I really like Evil Pudding. That's another one. Uh, Death Do Us Part um of course crime junkie and the deck i really like um there's just so many and there's so many that i'm behind i got to i got to get on here and listen to but i'm always looking for podcast suggestions as well cuz i like to listen to many different ones and um any case suggestions you can always send them to me at my email uh instagram facebook um anyway you can get a hold of me if you have any suggestions for any cases for me to cover around the midwest i usually like to stay i would go out a little bit further you know i do michigan i would even go down um to texas louisiana area um, i just try to kind of stay in the middle i like to do cases that are underreported i have a couple more listed that i'm planning on doing in the future i just ran across this and thought it was very interesting and again, movie recommendation, Body Heat with Kathleen Turner. And that was back in her early days. And uh, William Hurt. I'm trying to think of who else was in that. I think Mickey Rourke had a really, really small part in that movie. That, it, it's a good one. It's a good one. Definitely rated R. Definitely rated R. So if you like that kind of thing, it's it, you'll love it. <laughs> but it is a uh, whodunit mystery. No, I wouldn't say a whodunit, but it is a mis- mystery thriller And um, I really liked it. So that's all for today. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Remember, it is a three day or no mail on Monday. No banks are open on Monday. It is President's Day. So I will see you next week with another true crime case. Everybody take care and have a great weekend. I will see you next time.